Bill O'Reilly is on today's podcast. Uh, a lot of things that we disagree on uh, when it comes to the abortion uh, stance that the Supreme Court is going to take, but he's worth listening to because it is a very different take. Uh, we also have Chip Roy on, who is fantastic. It is worth the price of admission, which I remind you, if you're listening to this podcast, is free. So make sure you don't miss a second of today's podcast. United States ever tolerated more harassment, more theft, more spying, and more blatant hostility from any nation than we are tolerating right now from China? It's really a rhetorical question because the answer is no. At the height of the Cold War, the Soviet Union, even in its wildest dreams, never got away with the hostilities that China now gets away with on a daily basis. I want you to know, the last thing we need is a war. And a war with China would mean world war. It would not be good for anyone. But I think China even knows that at this point. But China's fingers are in everybody's pie. And it is not good. Yesterday, a report came out from the U.S. Space Force General, said American satellites are attacked every day by China with lasers, radio frequency jammers, and cyber attacks. Russia also participates in this. He said the tactics approach acts of war. That's all, just acts of war. But our Congress and our president, the Democrats, obsess over building back better the right to kill babies and uh, global warming. That's all they're focused on. This is China poking, jabbing, shiving you under the table while smiling for the cameras and getting ready to welcome the world to Beijing for the Winter Olympics in just two months. Need I remind you that we boycotted the 1980 Summer Olympics in Moscow in protest of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Boy, does that seem quaint now. We have known what China is building and doing and their real intent towards the West for way too long. And we've all just buried our head because we don't want a war with China. We all said, no, you can't do trade barriers because that would mean war. That would just throw everything out of line. Well, it didn't seem to do that with Donald Trump, did it? Instead, we elected a president who we now know is literally taking money from the Chinese Communist Party. It's being funneled through his son. He's made millions of dollars from the communists. And we're not really saying anything, are we? We've known for years about the concentration camps, yet it's business as usual. John Kerry just told us, well, we can't do anything about the concentration camp because we really need them on global warming. They're not going to do anything on global warming. They are building one coal fire power plant every single week. They're not going to do it. 
And really, global warming with China, that's a bigger deal than the erasing of an entire group of people. That's more important than genocide. Wow, is this our priorities, America? Because if they are, I I begin to wonder if I want to be a part of this. There's no serious consideration of even boycotting the Beijing Olympics. We are on the wrong side of history. This week, leaked documents from China were published that directly link the state's brutal policies towards Uyghurs with top Chinese Communist Party leadership, including President Xi. China has always denied any wrongdoing against the Uyghurs. But now we have documents that show official state policies of A, forced internment, B, mass sterilization, C, re-education programs, D, slave labor. And all of this was done with the top party officials, including President Xi. He is quoted in the documents as telling officials to respond to Uyghur separatists with, quote, absolutely no mercy, end quote. Apparently, his command has been obeyed. Earlier this year, former Uyghur detainees detailed how they were systematically raped, sexually abused, uh, tortured, sterilized, and then thrown into the re-education camps. By the way, they can free themselves by working as slave labor and report back to the camp every night. Speaking out about abuse in China gets you canceled. I mean, in a more literal sense, executed. If you're not executed, you're stashed away in some camp or an undisclosed location. Now, that is what's happened just this week to Chinese tennis star Pang Shui. Don't know if you've been following this, but early last month, she dared accuse a senior Chinese government official of sexual assault. And now she's been disappeared. Now, let me ask you, all those on the left that say, me too, enough of this. What is your response to an administration that won't even stand with this woman who is accusing a high party official of sexual assault and then she just disappears? The International Olympic Committee claims to have two video calls with Pang, the second one earlier this week. But even if the calls took place, it's only because the Chinese government is trying to save face with the Olympics starting soon. There's no proof of Peng's safety or her whereabouts. Even with so much proof with China, I mean, never again is now. Even with the proof of the human rights abuse, American government and business continues to turn a blind eye and groups like like Google and Facebook and Microsoft are doing all they can to partner with 
China. Apple partners with China. Apple makes some of their products in the Uyghur territory with Uyghur slaves. Billionaire Ray Dalio. He runs the world's largest hedge fund. He's a longtime investor in China. I want you to listen to him trip over himself this week when he was asked on CNBC about China's human rights problems. Clearly, there's, there's human rights issues. Uh, there's questions right now about this Chinese tennis player, uh, Peng Shui. There have been questions about Jack Ma. H- how do you think about that piece of it when it relates to investing there? Well, I can't be an expert in those types of things. What I basically uh, do, and I, for 50 years, I, um, I invest all over the world. I look uh, to whatever the rules are. The, if the government has a policy that I should do a certain thing and so on. But I can't be an expert in all of those uh, those particular dynamics of, of that. I'm, I really have stop. no idea. Stop. Do you do, do I mean? That is our go-to excuse. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not an expert in that. I I have no idea. We know, we know genocide is happening in China on a massive scale. We know China is much more powerful than the Third Reich ever was. We know China is an enemy of ours. We know China is attacking us on a daily basis. We know our administration is in bed with China financially, illegally. As long as the money is flowing, we're fine, I guess. History is littered with tyrants and oppressive regimes that the world failed to confront before the mass atrocities occurred. This is the information age. We've known about China for years. But what difference does this information make if no one does anything about it? And I'm not talking about going to war. I'm talking about saying we can't do business with you anymore. All of this information that we have. Well, now you have to make a choice. But this information not only could save the people in China. This information, if we don't act on it, will will doom our souls. You can't know about this and then go buy an Apple product. I'm sitting here with an Apple product. It's hard. Let me give you one more thing about China. Quickly. Consumers research. This has been around forever. They, they're a nonprofit. They share consumer information. So you know. They just shared uh, a letter uh, that they have sent to 10 governors. The 10 governors of Washington, Florida, New York, Nevada, South Carolina, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Montana, Nebraska, and West Virginia. 10 states with the top 10 pension fund investments with BlackRock. What is BlackRock doing? BlackRock is funneling 
billions in U.S. dollars to China, and they're doing them through your pension fund. They are investing in China. Well, I don't know what China is doing. I can't be an expert on this. Believe me, BlackRock is. And BlackRock has our administration by the throat. They are the economic advisors for the president, the vice president, and the treasury. Do you want your money going to fund China? These are going to offshore accounts. BlackRock is saying, hey, we only invest in what we invest in. And we're just doing what's right for the customers. You know what? That's exactly what one of my financial advisors said to me the other day when he said, you've got to invest in BlackRock. If you invest in BlackRock, the money is just off the charts. And I said, do you know what they're doing do you know that they're buying houses from the American people? They're coming in with $75,000, $100,000 more than the asking price so they can own all of it and we're all renters? No. He said, you're not going to make any money if you're going to have these kind of standards. And I said, then I don't make any money. This is a hard decision, but they are only going to get harder. How much is your soul worth? How much is freedom worth? How much is what is the cost of stopping genocide? What are you willing to pay? Oh, better yet, what are you willing to not make? What are you willing to not have as an increase? Oh, I made 14% on my dollar because I invested in what? Concentration camps? My soul's worth more than 14%. Citigroup, by the way, is applying for Chinese securities license. Citigroup, you know, they're, they're, they want more business in China. If you don't have your money out of the big banks at this point, please, please do it. You must send a message to these banks. I can't do business with you anymore because you are working for Build Back Better. You are going to come and uh, have the ESG scores. It's all in your plans now. I want nothing to do with it. And Citigroup, you're now doubling down on China. No. Put your money in a local bank. Please do it. Put your money in a local bank. Now, there is somebody who made this decision about 10 years ago, and I just met him yesterday, and we did a, a podcast with him. He's Bayard Winthrop. He is the uh, CEO and the founder of American Giant. American Giant is the company that is known for, this is the actual thing that they've been, uh, they've been calling these sweatshirts, not the company the people who do reviews, that it is the greatest hoodie ever uh, made. The greatest hoodie ever made. This is the, all made here in America. All of this stuff done here. Real, real quality. Um, and American Giant is doing just fine with the, with the slowdown. There's no slowdown. There's no supply chain problems. 
And we talked yesterday for the podcast. It's out now. So please get it. Um, But we talked about the supply chain. He doesn't have any supply chain problems. And he lays out a plan for Americans and uh, American investors and companies to start reinvesting in America and start all of this talent. All of this skill is now idle. And if we don't know now that, geez, you know, maybe just maybe we should start making some of these things so we're not sitting ducks for China and the rest of the world. Uh, you need to hear this podcast. You're going to love it uh, from the CEO and founder of American Giant. And by the way, I mean, it's not a commercial. I just met this guy yesterday and I love his I love his clothing. But I have to tell you, he is great. His company is great. If you're looking for a Christmas gift, go to American Giant and order some things for your family on American Giant. It's great. You know, the best part of the holiday season is the food. I mean, come on, really? The true meaning of Christmas, yada, yada, yada. But how about the smell and the taste of your favorite foods grilling on Rectech? I'm telling you right now, holiday gatherings with friends and family can't be topped if you have a Rectech. So hurry up, order one today. In time for all the delicious holiday recipes, grilled, baked, smoked, any way you want to cook them. Go to Rectech's site right now, or you're going to have to face yet another holiday at your home without the grill that makes everything, appetizers, entrees, even desserts, Tastes like a chef made them. And with its smart grill technology, you'll be able to do everything from an app on your phone. It's sturdy, built like a tank, and it just simply cooks food to absolute perfection. I've been enjoying my grill for quite a while now, and I'm telling you, buy one. It'll be the last grill you'll ever want to buy. Order your grill for the holidays right now. Go to RECTEQ.com. RECTEQ.com. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is with us now. Today, the justices will decide initially the case uh, before the Supreme Court in the last couple of days. Today is the day that they'll meet around one o'clock if you're a praying person. You should pray for this meeting because they'll make the initial uh, decision on this case, which we won't actually hear until probably June or July, uh, on where we stand with Roe versus Wade. I can't wait to hear from Mr. Bill O'Reilly on, I assume this is the biggest story of the week, Bill? Um, in some precincts, I think the uh, Trafalgar poll on Biden you know, for the country is a bigger story. Okay, so let's let's uh, come. Can we come back to that? Let's yeah, start sure, with whatever you want. Start with abortion. Okay, so I don't think Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. I think that the uh, five, maybe six, uh, of the justices will say the states have a right to regulate abortion under public safety provisions. So that's what the case is about. It's uh, Mississippi. Uh, wanting to cut off abortion at 15 weeks. And I think that that's going to happen, that the states will be allowed to do that. And then you'll know you'll get certain states that push it to eight weeks or whatever, and uh, I don't know how the justices are going to deal with that. 
but there will still be states like New York and California and Illinois where you can have an abortion up to 10 minutes before birth for any reason. And I bet you it goes after birth um, in in some states. Yeah, I mean, it's barbaric. There's no doubt about it. Right. Um, But it it, was interesting. It was interesting to see Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, basically try to pin people who are pro-life as religious zealots. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a religion question. And, you know, she did that because there's separation between um, the government and religion in America. That's what she was trying to do. But you can make an argument, and I certainly would if I ever got to speak with her, that this is a human rights issue. So is Sotomayor saying um, a fetus isn't a human? I'd like to hear her say that. I think she is, though. She's saying that. Well, I want to hear. I want to hear the words. Yeah. Well, because if you say that a fetus is not a human being, then you have to back it up. And what are you going to back it up with? That's your opinion. But you don't rule on opinion. You rule on facts. And there are just as many facts that say that a fetus is a human being or at least a potential human yeah. being. So, okay. Bill, I um, uh, I talked to Mike Lee yesterday and he said he really believes that Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned. And, you know, he's he's clerked for two separate justices uh, and surprised. and know them real well. He said, however, uh, things can change. Um, and I was, I went back and looked September 4th, 1992, an article in the Washington post from Robert Novak, the Supreme court on June 29th affirmed instead of overturning the Roe versus Wade abortion standard, because justice Anthony Kennedy changed his vote, a flip attributed to court circles, to liberal constitutional scholar, Lawrence tribes, pulling of strings backstage. So today they're going to vote, but then they have all of these months in between. And that's what happened in 1992, uh, that Justice Kennedy flipped his vote. Do you do you I mean, I'm concerned because of John Roberts last time with the uh, the flipping of his vote on Obamacare. Uh, This kind of stuff happens, doesn't it? Yes. Again, I'd be very surprised if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Well, it's kind of the only... very surprised if that happens. Then there, but there is, according to Mike Lee, there is no middle ground. And it's not... See, whoa, this whoa, is... This whoa, is whoa, whoa, hang, on, hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. Um, he, it's important to understand, flipping Roe versus Wade is not an end to, to abortion. It just means the states get to decide. But you don't have to even bother with it to give the states more power. All you have to do is rule that Mississippi has a right to cut off abortion at 15 weeks. Right, which will be an effective end to Roe versus Wade. I mean, I think we're arguing the same thing here. Um, I don't know if it's going to be an effective end because Roe v. Wade is a federal law. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you were to end Roe v. Wade, then you could go to California and New York and Illinois. You can basically say you can't do it. And I, I just don't see that ever happening. So no, no, the, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. But the, uh, this is according to the um, the attorneys for the abortion clinic. Their their statement is, and it's true, 
you because Roe versus Wade says this number of weeks, it has to be um, if you take that out, then you're returning the control back to the states. And that's that's what Roe versus Wade did. It took that power away from the states. So in effect, yeah. So state could not ban abortion. Correct under Roe v. Wade. Correct. That's gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna stay. I, I'm almost a hundred percent that you cannot. That. that you cannot uh, ban abortion. Right. Mm. So a Pretty state like Mississippi, Alabama, Oklahoma, uh, the state legislature passes a law. We don't want any abortion in our state. That goes up against Roe v. Wade. Federal takes precedent. And that's how it goes down. So Roberts and and the others, uh, they're going to try to give the states more power to regulate abortion. I I do believe that will happen. And they'll word it in a way that leaves Roe v. Wade as established law, but allows the states to have limits. That's what I think will happen. Okay. Um, Bill, you think that the, the new poll out is the most important story of the week? Right. Tell me about it. So Trafalgar is a pretty accurate polling crew. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't get a lot of publicity, but they're, they're fair in their polling. Their sample, you know, takes into account Republicans, Democrats, and independents. Yeah, they, they have fa- they've cracked the code on how to get people to respond in today's world, and they balance it. They've been right. accurate the last two elections, the most accurate. So now you got Biden at 36% job approval approaching Richard Nixon territory during Watergate. Wow. And unlike Trump, whose numbers were always below 50 um, job approval, the Trump people, people who liked him, were fanatical about liking him. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, Biden's 36. There are no fanatical Bidens. I mean... <laughs> The 36% who thinking who think he's doing a good job as president are divided into two categories. The progressive liberal zealots, okay, and the people who don't even know what state they live in. <laughs> All right? Those are the two crews that when you sample are going, it's not like, oh, I love this Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before, but I have a lot of liberal friends. And I mean, and I'm, and I'm like taunting them. And on BillOReilly.com, I have a bumper sticker. Do you regret your 2020 vote yet? And so Biden doesn't have any kind of real firm backing. And for a president of the United States, after 11 months to have no firm backing, I mean, the Democratic Party would love to dump him. Do you realize that? Oh, they'd love to, but who are they going to replace him with? They don't have anybody yeah, to replace I mean, him with. If you look, you cannot replace him. I mean, they've got to get him on steroids, Disney animatronics. I don't know what, but you can't have him leave before no, the end of the first term. No, there's nobody else. No, but if there were a reincarnation of JFK. Yeah, there's not. Okay. they dump Biden in a heartbeat. Yeah, because they understand and we're talking Democrats now. They understand this is a disaster, a disaster. So I went back to do my research and I looked at the first year of all 46 presidents. No one has been worse than Biden in our history. 
No one includes Millard Fillmore. <laughs> uh, you know, the great names of the past. And, and, and it's getting worse. It's getting worse because he cannot process information. That's the key to Joe Biden. He can't process information. So it's like a student in a class, and the teacher says, hey, George Washington was the commander-in-chief, and then he was elected president. And 10 minutes later, you ask the kid, what was George Washington? I don't know. Can't retain information. So therefore, if you can't retain information, you can't strategize to solve any problems. And therefore, the problems are going to get worse, particularly economically. And I think that the Democrats, I mean, it's 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 like they've lost their mind. Did you see the the uh, chart where gas prices are down one point eight cents since when since Thanksgiving? They founded a couple of days where the price went down by 1.8%. They put a chart on that only shows it in decline. We're showing it if you're watching Blaze TV. Only shows the price of gas in decline. So it's only like a three or six day chart. Uh, And I mean, it's humiliating what they're doing. Do, Do they really think that they can get away with this stuff and people don't know? No, they don't think that. The hierarchy in the Democratic Party is is panicked because they have less than a year to the midterms and it's going to be a wipeout. And Republicans are going to assume both houses in Congress and that'll be the end of the Biden administration. What happens? Anything passed. What happens? What happens to uh, the election if just go with me here, if Roe versus Wade is overturned? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm not a speculative kind of guy. I think that would give momentum to the progressive left because they'd say, oh, women, you know, you're persecuting the women and women aren't full citizens because that's what they do anyway. So there'd be a big gender war. That's what yeah. they gin up on it. And I don't think and, that's going to be effective, honestly. I think I think the days of the gender stuff and the race, I just think it's just so... It's so trite now that you're like, oh, shut up. Shut yeah, up. in certain parts of the country, but in the big cities, that's still alive and well. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, tribalism. if you feel that way and you're not surrounded by people like that, move, move, move to Texas. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly is with us. Bill, I want to ask you a couple of uh, questions on things that we found out about the media this week. Um, I want to start uh, in Wisconsin where NBC was pulled over one of their producers pulled over after going through a red stoplight he was trying to follow the van of the jurors uh the the chest cam the body cam of the police have just been released msnb or nbc said they weren't trying to follow the jurors but i want you to listen to this tape it is shocking they pull this guy over. The police said, what were you doing? He says, I was following somebody. Who are you following? Well, I was just following directions from New York, my producers in New York. And they put the producer on the phone. Listen to this. The cop never says that you were following the juror or the jury. The cop never says that. Listen. 
What's the significance of you being here? I work for NBC. For NBC? NBC? Yeah. Okay. You're a reporter? Producer. Producer? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So you were you following a vehicle? I was trying to see. I was being called by New York going, maybe people need to follow up, but I, I don't know. I was trying to. Okay. So he's, he's here saying he doesn't know. I was just following orders. Okay. Yavol. Here's right. where he hands the phone over. To the police officer, listen to the producer from New York. This is Officer Jones, Kenosha Police. We're trying to figure out what's going on here. Why you have a reporter or producer following vehicles out here? It's hold on. I'm, I will put you on speakerphone because you're connected to this, this car. Now, can you go again? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Hi, officer. My name is Irene. I'm a booking producer with NBC News. Uh huh. Um, we 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 were just trying to respectfully um, just trying to see if it's um, if it's possible to um, to find any leads about um, about the the case, and so we were we. Uh, we were just keeping our distance, um, just to see like where um, people involved in in the in the trial um, are positioned. There, by no means were we trying to get in contact with any of any of the jury members or whoever's in the car. We just were. Um, okay, stop, Bill. Clear Bull. evidence. Yes. Well, it, look, what NBC was doing was following the jury's uh, bus in the hopes that when it stopped and the jurors got off, the producer would pop out, introduce himself, and say, would you talk to me after the trial is over? This happens all the time. It shouldn't happen, but this is disingenuous BS. Um, But look, NBC has collapsed as a news agency. I don't think there's anybody in the country that believes what NBC says. Well, this way I wanted to. Av- this way I wanted to ask you about this because there's several things. A, the New York Times is doubling down on the Russia Gate stuff um, this week. I think there was a, a story in Today about it. Um, you have CNN and Cuomo, oh, that's ugh, a great which is crazy, and right. they didn't fire him. And Brian Stelter said he's coming back after the new year. They can't fire him back. And why is that, Bill? How much time do we have? Uh, you've got about three minutes, I think. Okay. So. No. How much time? I don't want him to start. If you, you have 90 seconds. Do you want to wait? Yeah. Let's, let's wait till after okay. the break, but I'll set it up for you. Okay. So Cuomo's got a contract, right? And in the contract, he, there, are, there are clauses that say, if you do this, that, and the other thing, we can dismiss you and not pay your contract out. Moral ter- turpitude. Well, some of that and there's other things, too. Okay. But what CNN did was allow Chris Cuomo to do it. And I'll I'll explain it very vividly when we come back from the break. So CNN really is the villain. Now, Cuomo, yes, he doesn't know. He's not a journalist. He has no 
understanding uh, of how you're. I'm not a journalist, and I know. Stop giving them the benefit of the you're, doubt. You're brilliant, Beck. I mean, yeah. you're a brilliant. Guy, all right. So. Uh, all right. Know, well, but, we'll come back with that because I, right. I really want to hear. Um, and I, I, you're a numbers guy, and I want you to tell me about the ratings collapse of these places because I think there are still a lot of people that get their news from either there. Or basically the, you know, the Twitter feed or the uh, Facebook feed, which is all really controlled by many of those people. Uh, by the way, Bill O'Reilly and I and Donald Trump going to be in Florida next Saturday. You can uh, go to BillOReilly.com and find out all about it. I think, I think I might be there in the front row heckling. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Do you remember when the elite said we have to be more like Europe? Gosh, we have to be more like Europe. Europe is in our rear view so far behind. You're about to see it slip over the horizon. We are so far beyond the liberal attitudes of Europe. In fact, the French are now saying, don't go and try to be more like America. And not because of our freedom, because of our insanity. Let's look at abortion and the stats, where we are uh, compared to Europe. Because a 15-month or 15-week ban on abortion is much closer to Europe. Yeah. Uh, So, for example, there's a bunch of states that there are no no time limits at all completely legal any point in a woman's pregnancy washington new jersey new mexico colorado vermont alaska just a surprise alaska no alaska is you know that's a red state hey you know you might be dinner for you know it might be a a second course with a polar bear (laughs) so whatever you want to do i mean it's you uh, know it's so cold it's really unfair to let him be born yeah i think it's (laughs) no it's just i think it's just this you do what you do leave me alone kind of attitude Hmm. that baby has something to say about that does it does but uh, some other states just to give you an idea where we are in the in america new hampshire up legal up to the 24th week uh virginia 25th week south carolina 20th week uh iowa 22nd week um Every state basically is 20 weeks or later with the few with the, you know, obviously Texas is in a kind of a weird legal uh, mm-hmm. status right now. But what is Europe like? Now, let's start uh, in England here for just to give you a, a sense of that region. Uh, you have uh, tw- up to 24 weeks in England, but no time limit if there's substantial risk to the woman's life or massive problems with the pregnancy. OK, so that's a that's that's a, about our policy. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Congratulations. The Netherlands. Uh, on-demand abortion until the 21st week, uh, if you can get it up to the 24th week with medical reasons. Okay, about okay. roughly our yeah. policy, but that's where we are now. Um, socialist Sweden, which is not really socialist, but that's what they love to say, um, ab- allows abortion till the 18th week of pregnancy mm. and bans most after the 22nd week. My gosh, why do they hate women in Sweden? If you are in a four-week gray period, the woman can get abortion only if it is approved by the National Board of Health and Welfare. Can you imagine telling women in this country on the left that they have to go to the National Board of Health and Welfare to get approval for their abortions? That's Sweden for you. Spain, 14 weeks. Uh, They will allow up to 22 weeks with uh, cases of fetal deformities. In Denmark, abortion is available on demand up to 12 weeks. 
Afterward, exceptions are made for cases of rape, threats to women's health, uh, and uh, risk of fetal uh, defects. Germany, abortions after 12 weeks are banned, except for cases of serious threat to the mother's physical or mental health. Women who want a first trimester abortion are subject to a mandatory three-day waiting period and a counseling session. You know, is this is that in Germany because, I don't know, they were, you know, not giving any anesthesia and just taking the baby out of women, you know, back in the 1940s. And they're like, you know, these kinds of things probably don't work out well. We should probably right. kind of calm down on that. Yeah. But I mean, think about that. Th- that makes Germany more restrictive than Utah. Wow. Right. I mean, so this is like wow. some not even close. Wow. In uh, in Belgium, it's uh, abortion legal till 12 weeks after conception, and it is required for women to have six days of counseling prior to the abortion how dare they can you imagine that being proposed in this country <laughs> wow in fashion forward france ah uh, yes uh it is uh, legal up to 12 weeks later stage abortions can be allowed if two physicians certify that abortion will prevent grave permanent injury to physical or mental health life of the mm. woman or of child will cure, uh, suffer from an incurable mm. illness in Finland, abortion also available up to 12 weeks. Again, these are all more restrictive, not only than the United States, but of the Mississippi law that is controversial right now and may or may not be approved. We are in the category. I mean, we're just out of this category, but we are closer to North Korea and China mm. than we are Europe. Yes. I mean, as far mm. as the West is concerned, we are way out of step, way out of step. Uh, Finland, abortion available up to 12 weeks. Again, more restrictive than the Mississippi law. And a woman has to provide a social reason for seeking to terminate her pregnancy, such as extreme distress or having at least four children. Why are they they trying to stop uh, (laughs) women's reproductive rights? Right. Why don't they want women's health care? Amen, bro. Why? And if you're a fifth kid, you got to be like, wait a minute. Wait, I, I, I'm a reason for an abortion. Like, if you well <laughs> anything over four, I could probably reason. make that case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, only in, only around the time they're teenagers. Right. <laughs> in Italy, a, a woman has mm. 90 days from the date of conception to request an abortion under the law. In Italy, the termination must be due to social, family, health, or economic reasons. You can't just just do it, in other words. You have to come up with a reason. And look, are people going in there and giving BS reasons? I just can't afford it. And getting it? Probably. But we don't require that. You get it whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Um, In Switzerland, abortion is legal up to 12 weeks if a woman files a written request stating that she's in a situation of distress... Then the doctor has to give her comprehensive information about the procedure. Then the doctor has to discuss the decision with her in detail. Then the doctor has to give her an information sheet with the addresses of counseling services where she can get moral and material help to be informed about adoption. Wow. Can you imagine that proposal? No. No. In this country. In Portugal, um, a Mm. woman can get an abortion only up to the 10th week, and that's after a mandated three-day waiting period. Abortion is illegal in Poland, except for rape, a fetal malformation, or serious threats to the woman's health. Andorra, uh, abortion is illegal in all cases, 
Okay, and in the full stop, the, the in the bewitched mom. mom? <laughs> that's really yeah, that, that is can, weird. Well, didn't be, know she had her own country. I didn't either. Yeah. Pl- plus, then she would have aborted the bewitched lady. <laughs> what the hell, yeah. what the hell is Endora? It's Where a very is... tiny. You know. Okay, I think when those. we get down to Endora, we got the point. How too. about this? Ireland uh, <laughs> was illegal completely until very recently. Now yeah. they've, they've given yeah. it to the twelfth week, but still, that was this still. big win in Europe. Yeah. Uh, Liechtenstein. Uh, there are exceptions. Okay, this we is, got no. This policy is great. Though. We got it. No, you got to hear this policy because <laughs> it's illegal in Malta too. I won't even give you that. Right, but in, in Liechtenstein, yeah, it is illegal unless you have been raped and you're under 14 years old. So if you're 15 years old and you get raped, no abortion for you. But if you're 14 or younger and get raped, then it's legal. Oh my Every gosh. other case, it's illegal. That would cause wow. rioting yeah, in this country. Rioting. Uh, cities would burn to the ground. Yeah. Oh, Cities Over burn that. to ground when you don't have pop tarts. That's true. <laughs> I mean, geez, that's true. That's, that's a legit or, reason. Or you win an NBA championship. Yeah. Yeah. Then too. <laughs> right. I mean, good or bad. It's an American tradition. Yeah. Let's burn everything we love and make our life great. Let's burn it to the ground. <laughs> Jeez. It's amazing, though. I don't think the, the American people have any idea that's the status around the world. No, they don't. No, no they don't. Because... Because they don't even know that we are the greatest place to live, even today, with all of the crap, we are still the best place to live as a human being. Mm-hmm. And we, we, nobody even knows that. So, I mean, can I ask you, the Jeffrey Epstein thing, <laughs> he, he visited Bill Clinton at the White House at least 17 times. Uh, and... Uh, you know, a couple of times he made a couple of visits to the old Bill in the Oval Office a couple of times a day. Um, I I think this I think this whole thing is being swept under the. You know, I hate to go out on mm-hmm. a limb here, but mm-hmm. I think this is there is so much that is in this Epstein case that no one no one is willing to touch, and it is it's evil. It's really evil. They have CDs full of information that are actually labeled with uh, the celebrity's name and the young girl that they were with. And why haven't we heard anything Wait, about what? that? What? <laughs> yeah, they've they've got all kinds of information that they took a treasure trove out of his out of his uh, safe a long time ago, and we've still not heard anything about who those people are. Wow, I have not even heard that. I've I mean, not I, heard that. That's uh, oh, you haven't. Yeah, no, where where did you? They're get, actually labeled. Where did you get that? Uh, f- uh, <laughs> yeah, National <laughs> Enquirer. Yeah, okay, all right. Weekly World News. See if we can find that. See if we can find know. it. Okay, so <clears throat> yesterday, mm-hmm. um, CIA files that come from the Inspector General of the CIA. They were declassified yesterday, and they show a pattern of abuse and repeated decision by federal prosecutors not to hold uh, agency personnel accountable for child sex crimes. Hmm. Now, this makes the QAnon thing very... Uh, it keeps pumping flesh, uh, fresh blood into stuff like that because they're not going to do anything about it. And this is the kind of stuff that built QAnon. And now this is out. And because nobody will go into it, they won't actually do anything about it. It's just going to make those conspiracy theories even worse because we have you and I both know, Stu, I think you were with me. Um, 
uh, Philip Haney, uh, right? Phil Haney. Yeah. The guy who used to work for the Department of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the most upstanding guys I've ever met. He was killed on this. No, I'm sorry. He committed suicide on the side of the road one night in California. He told me that he had a, uh, a disk drive or a thumb drive that he wore all the time that had evidence of uh, Hillary Clinton's State Department covering sex crimes of our ambassadors and people that worked in the embassies. Uh, he said it also went to the CIA when he died. There was not uh, a thumb drive found around his neck. I've seen the thumb drive that he gave to somebody and it had none of this information on it. I don't know because Phil is dead now, um, but we've heard credible information about some of this stuff for a while and no one seems to be willing to go into it. And I don't know why that Pulitzer is not being nobody's willing to go pick up that Pulitzer by going into this stuff and exposing it. Is it too dangerous? Is are the me is the media involved in the cover ups? Have they known for a long time like they did uh, with um, uh, Epstein in the first place? Why wasn't it covered in the first place? Nobody's willing to co- see. Now I'm out on a limb. All by myself. <laughs> no, I just, I, and I, you guys I, are like, I, I'm, I'm contemplating why. I I think it's because there's too many really famous, really well known people involved. I mean, we got Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton who were probably you know deeply involved in this. There are people who don't want that to get out, and you and wonder, they're going to do everything they can to to make sure it doesn't. You know, they say that he was a CIA operative, <clears throat> that he was there to get dirt on people. So the United States government could manipulate him. That's one theory. I don't know if that's true or not, mm-hmm. um, but that ties in to the CIA, mm-hmm. you know, turning a blind eye to sex crimes with children in their own ranks. And fundamentally, though, this is just a it's a lack of trust of institutions. Right? Yes. We don't believe them when they say that's not a big problem because we've seen so many times they don't tell the truth. And the only thing that will correct this is an open, honest, transparent uh, viewing of this. You know, if you want to do the trial, then put it up on television and let everyone see it. Let everyone see it. The Rittenhouse verdict, if it would have come back and we couldn't see the trial, we only maybe even heard the uh, the uh, audio, or uh, we relied on the mainstream media, to give us the report from the courtroom every day, the Rittenhouse verdict would have set everything on fire. But it was because we could actually watch the questioning and the testimony. And the event. And the event. And the event in question, which is yeah. really, uh, if, if all of those things did not happen, he probably is in prison for the rest of his life. I think almost certainly. Yeah, because you would have bought into all of the... Uh, yeah. All of the agenda that the know. left was spewing. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Mm-mm. And that's the problem. All of these cases, if they have them so they're not televised, nobody trusts. Nobody trusts. You've got to open everything up. You have to. The only reason we even knew about the Epstein stuff initially is because eventually Miami Papers got a, got a hold of a lot of the documents 
that were underlying that case. Again, a local paper. Yeah. A local paper. It was not a na- national no, new, was, and they covered it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was partially, I think it was partially the Miami New Times, wasn't it? And then also the Miami, Miami Herald uh, as well. Yeah, the Miami Herald was the one that really, I think, cracked the case. But but still, I mean, it's, still, uh, it's local. Yeah. And, you know, how many cities do we have now that don't even have papers like that you know, with those sorts of resources? I mean, that you know, that, that's all, a lot of it's gone. Na, 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 na.